Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome to a new episode of the Trainer Lounge, a news round. The brand new podcast from the Trainer Lounge, a weekly show that will be talking about all of the news in the week and cutting it really short just to tell you guys what's been going on. If you still want the in-depth analysis, then please check out our normal podcast, the Trainer Lounge, which is every week, Saturday, 6pm. Again, if you haven't got much time and you just want the bite size in the news, then check out this episode. Thank you for listening. Hey, yo, so what's happening, guys? Welcome to a new episode of the Trainer Lounge News Round, a brand new show that we are debuting today. This is episode number one where I'm just going to be talking about some of the news myself. Um, for a full-length detail overview, we have another podcast, The Trainer Lounge, which is our original podcast, which will run alongside this. But um, this is just to get all the news out so you can just listen, a little bite-sized episode and whatnot. So let's get it over and done with. So, in the news this week, there has been a Pokemon VGC player allegedly removed mid-tournament by police at Salt Lake City Regional. This is crazy. A Pokemon VGC competitor at Salt Lake City Regionals was allegedly escorted out by police mid-tournament. The safely... The Salt Lake Regional was the first big event of the official Pokemon circuit of the season. There was one scheduled for Florida as well, but it was cancelled due to the state's decision to not require masks and vaccinations. This was a controlled, this was a controversial decision that had many Pokemon players enraged online, with many scrambling to get flight tickets refunded. The Salt Lake City Regional had nearly 1,000 attendees, the majority of which were masters in the TCG competition. It was a large event that was heavily monitored for safety, even requiring the masks to not be cloth in material. Despite this focus on COVID precautions, there were some incidents that had the Pokemon community buzzing. According to multiple eyewitnesses, a Pokemon VGC player attempted to enter the venue without being fully vaccinated. They were detained entry. They were detained entry, but the player came back and attempted to bribe one of the staff members. The competitor said they would give them $50 to let them in without a vaccination. Little did they know, the event staff member was actually officially part of the Pokemon Company International. They were instantly booted off from the venue and warned to stay away. The Pokemon VGC decided to sneak into the convention center to compete. They actually ended up getting around security and the event staff and started to compete in the tournament. But eventually the player was spotted due to not having a wristband only given out once after being checked to show proof of the vaccination. The Pokemon event staff called the police and the player was escorted out of the tournament by the police. But according to some Pokemon players, the unvaccinated competitor ran away from the police causing a bit of a scene mid-tournament. This is a developing story with information that's still under investigation. This article will be updated uh, for more information as it becomes public. This was unfortunately not the only drama at Salt Lake City Regional. While the event was largely a celebrated success, it should be noted that a TCG player, Andrew Munoz, was disqualified from the top cut of the regional for having allegedly marked sleeves. Munoz was in the top eight of over 693 participants playing Arceus V-Star and Gengar V-Max. While the deck was considered meta, it can be a bit clunky. It is possible that Munoz bent some of the card sleeves or marked them in some fashion in order to avoid dead drawing. But it is currently unclear if the marked sleeves were purposeful. So yeah, that's a little bit of drama that's going on in the VGC community. Definitely going on at um, Salt Lake Regional. Bit of a mad one. Bit of a madness, to be fair. I'm not too sure, personally. 
<laughs> how serious that could be. That sounds kind of mad. But this week in Pokemon Go, from the 21st to the 27th of March, coming this week in Pokemon Go, commencing the 21st of March, we have the Lush Jungle event and the first ever weekend park spotlight. So we've got the Lush Jungle event from Tuesday, March 22nd to Tuesday, March 29th. Get ready to brave the jungle during this Alola-inspired adventure. Thormantis, the sickle grass Pokemon, and Lorantis, the bloom sickle Pokemon, will make their debuts in Pokemon Go. The guardian deity of Akala Island, Tepu Lele, will also make its debut. On Saturday, March the 26th at 10am to Sunday, March 27th at um, 2022 at 8pm, Local time, join your fellow trainers for a lush jungle park spotlight on Saturday, March 26, um, 22, and Sunday, March 27, 22. Katani will be appearing more frequently in parks, and for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter a shiny Katani if you're lucky. <coughs> Excuse me, um, interlude season Go Battle League, the Go Pokemon. The Go Battle League's interlude season will start Tuesday, March the 1st at 1pm PST and end Wednesday, June the 1st at 1pm PDT. Let's have a little look what's going on. Free time starters from uh, win rewards. This does not include end of set rewards. That's pretty cool, actually. It's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad reward for, spot, for, um, for Battle League and Pokemon Go. Tuesday. Okay, here we go. We've got some spotlight hours coming up for you guys. Tuesday, the 22nd of March, which is actually tomorrow, Sudowoodo as the featured Pokemon for Spotlight Hour, along with two times XP for catching Pokemon. For the Raid Hour on Wednesday, it will be Tapu Lele from 6pm to 7pm. The March Research Breakthrough Encounters will be Vulpix Alola form. The Mega Raids will be Lopunny Mega, Charizard Mega. In 5-star raids, you can find Tornadus Ethereum form. Um, and Tapu Lele. The Ethereum form will be from March 15th to Tuesday, March 22nd, so pretty much tomorrow. And then after tomorrow, Tapu Lele will be taking over until March the 29th. So we've got quite a lot of stuff going on, to be honest, um, for Pokemon Go, especially with this Lush Jungle event. The Season of Lola, seasonal bonuses. During the Season of Lola, the following bonuses will be active. Increased incense effectiveness while moving, Increased damage for Pokemon participating in raids remotely. Guaranteed gifts from Pokestop spins. Up to two free raid passes per day by spinning gym photo discs and incenses will last 90 minutes. Different Pokemon will be appearing in the world as the season changes. Different Pokemon will be appearing in different areas of the world. So in the cities you can find stuff like Magnemite, Jolteon, Makuita, Mintino, Rattata, Meowth, a load of form and Grimat, a load of form. In Forest, you can find Paris, Execute, Apom, Pineco, Electric, Rufflet, and Young Goose. In Mountains, you can find Cubone, Flareon, Baotai, Golet, Diglett, Alola, Geodude, Alola, and Archen. In the Beaches and the Water, you can find Staryu, Dratini, Vaporeon, Tartuga, Executor, Alola Form, Frillish, and Corfish. In the Northern Hemisphere, which would be for me in the UK, is Lotad, Bagon, Snivy, Tepig, Oshawott, Dealing Spring, and Fungus. And in the Southern Hemisphere, you can find Ninkada, Baldum, Seawaddle, Chespin, Fennekin, Froki, and Deerling Autumn. In 2km eggs for this season, you will find Young Goose, Piggy Pet, Chespin, Fennekin, Froki, Cubone, Execute. 
For 5k megs, you will find Rowlett, Litton, Papilio, Tyrogue, Skomori, Bunsley, and Mantike. And in 10k eggs, you will find Rockruff, Jangamo, Alamomola, Meanfu, Axew, Noibat, and Esper. The Adventure Sync rewards for 5k megs will be Phantom, Munchlax, Hapini, Shieldon, Dedene, and Kranidos. And Adventure Sync rewards for 10k eggs will be Dratini, Ryalu, Bagon, Baldum, Dieno and Gumi. So that's what's going on over in Pokemon Go, man. It um, seems like a decent event, to be fair, with the Alola and what's going on. I've not played too much of it, but um, I might try and take part, to be fair, for the uh, co- the Cottony event on the weekend and uh, try and do some Tapu Lele forms, man. See what we can get going on over there. Right, let's have a look. And for the last piece of news that we got today, we got some Pokemon Sword and Shield event which is kind of cool. I know everyone's playing Legends Arceus, but uh, this is kind of cool. So, Pokemon Sword and Shield players can catch Shiny Tyrantum for a limited time. The pre- uh, prehistoric Pokemon, including Shiny Tantrum, Tyrantrum, sorry, are appearing more frequently in raids until March 27th. Sword and Shield players will have more chances to catch fossil Pokemon like Aurorus Tyrantrum until March the 27th, which will be Mothering Sunday. A new event is now underway in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Until March 27th, players will have more chances to encounter prehistoric Pokemon in max raids, including Shiny Tyrantum. Throughout the event, Pokemon revived from fossils, including Caracosta, Archeops, and Aurorus, will be appearing more frequently in max dens across the wild area, Isle of Armour, and the Crown Tundra. As mentioned, you will have a chance to find a Shiny Tyrantrum in 5-star raids, although it will be much rarer. So if you want this shiny Tyrantrum, definitely check them five-star raids while this event is live. I know you can keep the event going if you like. So if you update your wild area, you will have this event. And as long as you do not update the wild area when another event happens, you can keep trying to get the shiny Pokemon, I believe. Um, which is which is awesome. Definitely cool. And we have got one more um piece of news for people who are playing Pokemon BDSP. Um, we've got some stuff coming out. I apologise if y'all can hear. Um, if y'all can hear some clicking and stuff. I'm just getting the news up reports for you guys. I'll also give credit to the news outlets that I'm getting all of these information from. So, Mythical Pokemon Arceus is finally coming to Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. 15 years after their original release, it will finally be possible to get Arceus in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl via updates. Well, you know, um, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Starting on March the 16th, players who have finished Pokemon BDSP and meet certain requirements, like getting the National Dex, will receive an Azura Flute and will be able to go to Spear Pillar to meet Arceus. What is the special requirement? They need to have a save file from Pokemon Legends Arceus where they have completed the main game. That will trigger the Azura Flute becoming available as long as players have also beaten the Elite Four and received the National Pokedex in BDSP. Mythical Pokemon Darkrai is also getting added to the remakes as a limited time mystery event gift. So the Legends Arceus isn't um, isn't a timed event. You can just get that as long as you have completed um, Legends Arceus. But this Darkrai is limited, so you might want to listen to this. Mythical Pokemon Darkrai is getting added to the remakes as a limited time event mystery gift that will be available during April. The only requirement is that BDSP players have already finished the event for Cresselia and have access to the Hall of Fame. After that, they'll be able to go to New Moon Island and find Darkrai. And 
Also, if you go on Mystery Gift, you can also get Shaman. Um, you can get the Oaks letter. And if you go to route, I think two two four, I believe it's um, it's east of the Poke League, the um, Pokemon League cave. You go through there, and it's like a flower meadow. You speak to Professor Oak, and then you go north, and you'll be able to find Shaman. All of these Pokemon are not shiny locked either. So this would be the first time, if I can remember, that you can actually hunt Arceus legit in a Pokemon game because the um. The event was not released outside of America, which is actually crazy. But this has been your bite-sized episode of the Trainer Lounge News Round. The first ever episode. Um, it's very new to me, so I might be a bit finicky with the talking and stuff. But um, hopefully there's going to be some cool stuff in here. I uh, just want to quickly give a little shout-out to um, Inven Global, who speaks about the Pokemon VGC player. Go Hub for the Pokemon Go update news. Um... CNET for the Pokemon Sword and Shield event and Kotaku for the legendary mythical update that's coming to BDSB. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There will be one every Monday where we'll talk back on all of the news that's been released in the week and for those that don't have really enough time to listen to a whole episode of the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed and uh, peace out.